Welcome to Business Mentorship Keeping It Real, where we feature entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders who share their stories in our guest blog found on shareyourstories.online. We have a returning guest, Anise Van Ryan, who is a coach and a mentor, and she's taking a huge leap of faith and moving and her entire life to a whole new country. And we thought that we would just have a chat with her so that she could share some of her experience when making this huge life decision. And Anise joins us from London, England. Welcome. Thank you, Trish. I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> you know, you are such an inspiration because I have to say, I have been watching your social posts and that's really how I found that you were making this huge life decision. And I reached out to you and I thought, okay, we need to share with our viewing and listening audience sort of how you came to this decision and how it's affecting your business. So let's start with the first part. And that is, what made you decide that you were going to make this huge decision and move your entire life to a different country? Well, Trish, you may remember that something like nine years ago, almost now, um, I arrived in London from France with just two suitcases with the firm intention to rising from my ashes because I had left a toxic relationship and lost absolutely everything. And so London is what I needed. It has this energy, this vibe, this pulse, etc. And so I did rise from my ashes. And London has given me what I needed. But I am talking in the past, what I needed. This is no longer what I need. I now want a slower pace of life. Uh, one of the things, still in a very international environment. Um, and one of the things that I am missing is I grew up by the sea. I have spent years and years of my life by the sea. And of course, London doesn't have the sea. Uh, so I wanted it to be close to the sea, on the seaside, um, but also still remain close enough from France, from a flight perspective, because that's where my two kids are. And both two kids are now both expecting a baby boy two and a half months apart. Oh. So first time grandmother. And of course, they are asking me to come back to France, but I have never felt home in France. I don't want to go back there. So that's how I ended up by, you know, elimination and checking boxes, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, ended up on choosing Croatia and the, the Dalmatian coast more specifically. Wow, that is such a, now I know that you're, you're, you're clearly very comfortable with, you know, picking up your suitcases and moving to a new destination. Because as you mentioned, this is not the first time that you've made a, a, a quick turn. But, you know, there's got to be some life skills that you've learned along the way that you could share with us that gives you the confidence because this is a huge move. <laughs> I mean, this is not for the faint of heart, right? Like more normally, most of us find a place and we're planted there for, you know, a number of years and maybe for our entire lifetime. But you have this joie de vivre that gives you an opportunity to, to really explore. And what do you contribute that to? Yeah, it's funny that because you make me realize something. Actually, when I was 18, I moved from France to the Netherlands where my roots are. But now that I'm thinking, of that my father went from the Netherlands to France when he was 18 so maybe there's something in the genes something genetic. yeah <laughs> could be could be but um I think that the the, the very 
first big thing that makes a difference? Well, to start with, people say, oh, and yes, you're so brave to do that. And I, I start laughing and I think, wait a moment, this is nothing compared to arriving in London with two suitcases without any savings or, or income. And right. right. uh, now, it's, now it's comfortable that makes a, a huge difference. So I don't find it uh, complicated at all. However, I think that one major things think make, makes a difference is that my personal development has helped me see what a lot of women well people but women in particular for me um are discovering in the second phase of their life second season of their life is that there is more to life than stuff only we're more into experiences and so for instance this flat all the furniture everything is mine but I just asked my landlord, do you want to take it over? Because I love beautiful stuff. I need to be in a beautiful environment, but I'm, I'm not attached to stuff. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't have to be mine. And the flat that I now found in Croatia is absolutely beautiful. My style, everything I like. So perfect. I can move with two suitcases well in this case it's a bit more than two suitcases yes, but, sure. but for instance the only thing that I'm attached to is I have you see the painting that I have there mm -hmm. um and I have four paintings I'm taking my paintings with me because I really love that and and the uh yeah these 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 whatever you call it decoration that you see yeah. on the mantelpiece yeah. I'm taking them with me right um but because they have personal um, meaning right I, it's yeah in, in a way it is because they are women <laughs> and 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 they're bold and etc so it does fit indeed um you know my work and and what I stand for and etc you know one of the things that you've mentioned that I think is really important is you've you've mentioned this the second phase of life or the second act or another season and I think that that's really important because there's a lot of people who feel the same way that you do and yes but yeah, and that is why my focus is now, I mean, my mentoring used to be for, that makes it a shortcut women, but now it's specifically women 50 plus, oh. because what I really want to do, A, is I want women to always be emotionally and financially free so that they always have the power of choice, but I want also to help women who, because they there is this next chapter of life they want they know they're destined for more and right. uh, but there's fear there's etc so i help them bring back in their life and business purpose passion and impact because they want to make a difference and i want to change the narrative of what the life of a woman 50 plus looks like right there is this societal expectation somehow that because you can't procreate anymore because you no longer fit the standards of youth and beauty that somehow you have to become invisible right. just, just become just become a grandmother that's okay you know and and no, we can do right. so much more so than much that. More. Yeah, yeah, I totally and agree. I, I'm a walk, walking example of it. To that extent, I'm definitely walking my talk. Yeah, well, which is wonderful because, I mean, as a coach and mentor, one of the things that people connect with is the fact that you do walk the walk and talk the talk. And Absolutely. I think that's that's really important. Now, one of the other things that you've mentioned is business. So, of course, you know, there's some folks who who look at business from a totally different perspective when they're in that next chapter of life. How is this move affecting your business or is it affecting your business? Well, what it does is because I want to slow down, I, I turned uh, 66 in January and um, I realized that I am no 
were near stopping working because I'm too passionate, but I want to slow down. Right. So what, how it impacts my business is that I've been looking again at, okay, what is my offer? What do I want to keep in there? And in essence, I want to revive, because I had stopped it by lack of, lack of time, uh, um, an online course. It's all about finding, uh, creating a vision, so which is very you know, relevant oh, when absolutely. it comes to what, what's the vision for the next part of my life. Right. Um, and, um, and then turning it into action, of course. It's not just about dreaming. So that course I want to revive, but to focus it specifically to that audience of women 50 plus. And when I say 50 plus, I used to say midlife because in reality it starts usually around 45-ish. But the challenge with saying midlife is that I end up with all the perimenopausal and menopausal women and that's not my topic. They happen to be in that phase, but that's not what I talk about. So that's why I have removed the term midlife and I say 50 plus, but the plus means 60 70 80 we see amazing things happening yeah and so for me it's really i mean it's slowing down so that course a handful as in a handful uh one-to-one mentoring clients because i love it but i don't want to have you know many 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 uh, one-to-one clients and i want to run and i want to run two retreats a year in croatia why not right Oh, absolutely. Why not? And and I love your reference because you know what? Midlife has a negative connotation that you're old. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that you are trying to do, or we're all trying to do is get, you know, change the narrative on the stigma that comes with what is age. I mean, you know, we've all heard the saying, it's a, it's a frame of mind, you know, it's all in your attitude. It's only a number, which is so true. Um, Absolutely. But I think I think we need to share that with all of the people who still have this idea that when you get to a certain age, you're old. Because Yeah, and and again, it is um what I believe is that most women, um, once they reach that point in life, they know what they don't want anymore. They may or may not know what they want instead. That's what I help them identify if they don't know. Um, but it is also, um, usually they have more means. The responsibilities are not the same anymore. It's no longer, you know, the school runs and whatever, you know, you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, and because they are now also realizing that life is not only about me, myself and I, but there is more to it. They want to make a difference. Right. And so I think community that- connection. Right? And that is the right time in life. Right. And don't forget, we are living older and older, but in in increasingly better conditions. I mean, my poor mother passed away when she was only 62. But back then, at 62, she looked like grandmother. Right. And she just looked like what everyone was expecting from her to look like. Right. And there was no, I mean, she was a stay-at-home 
mother, grandmother at that age, but um, you weren't expecting from a woman that she would start a business or whatever. You, know, you now see women at 70, sometimes even 80, starting businesses. Isn't that true? Isn't that fantastic? It's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Because the contribution and the life skill that you bring to a new business venture at that age and stage in life is totally different than what you would bring in your 20s and 30s. Absolutely. So, you know, I often say that at each new decade is new opportunities and it just depends on how you choose or your yeah. freedom of choice to use your yeah. words. Um, you know, what does that look like? How do you want to bring it alive? You know, absolutely. Um, what is it that you want to share? And I think that those this discussion is so important for people who are just starting a business or maybe they're 10 to 20 years into their business. You don't have to do the same thing. You oh can, no! You can make a change, right? It, it is. I mean, one of the things that I've often shared with people is my customers have often dictated the changes that I've had in my thirty-year entrepreneurial career. You know, I'm not doing now what I did when I first started. No, and to that extent, uh, if I think back, because I am now in business for what is it? I would have to count again, but something like eighteen or twenty years. Um, and I started as an executive coach and change management consultant and something was not working something right. was, because I was still it's the interesting concept of conscious uh, of conscious choices we all are where we are in life as the consequence of our choices but more often than not they were not ours Right. And this is a good example because I thought I had chosen to become, to do a reconversion from corporate and become an executive coach. It wasn't my choice because what I did, I was listening to what everyone was saying. Oh, with 25 years of corporate experience, you have to become an executive coach. But ultimately, I am a life and business mentor. I have always positioned myself as a business mentor right. who happens to do life coaching, but actually I'm a life coach who just happens to be a damn good business coach. And, <laughs> and that's not the same because at the yeah. core of my work is everything around mindset and confidence and, you know, that soft skills uh, in essence. Um, and, and yeah, I happen to be extremely good at the rest as well. Right. But, the core of it for me is, is the inner work. It's right, the, it, right. everything around the mindset. Now tell me if you had to choose one of those soft skills that you could share with our viewing and listening audience that you feel really has been nurtured throughout the years and will take you to that next level of success, because there's always one, there's always a foundation. Is there one that you can share? It's the mindset. Yeah. It absolutely is the mindset. You know, um, if I take the example of when I arrived in the UK, I didn't have a cent um, and I was house sitting. I didn't have a, my own roof. Um, but a few months later, I had the opportunity. So A, I'm sorry, I'm rewinding. A, I was living in a world of abundance. Mm -hmm. I never, ever felt poor, never. So mindset here, it's all about appreciating what you have, because even when there is very little, there is always something to be grateful yeah. for. So the abundance uh, mindset, uh, the aspect of mindset. But then three months after I arrived, I had the opportunity to take over a uh, franchise of a female business network in the UK. I didn't, we're talking about 10,000s of pounds here. I didn't have five, but 
from a mindset perspective, I'm solution or solution oriented, and I and I believe in the universal laws. So one of the universal laws is the law of polarity. For one thing to exist, its opposite must exist. So in other words, if there is a problem, there is a solution. That's right. But to find the solution, you need to think out of the box because in the box it was saying you can't. It's impossible. Right. right. And. And two weeks later, I had the network. So it's mindset, it's attitude, it's attitude. And, and of course, um, it's all about, uh, and I always start with that with my clients, it's all about having a vision, knowing where you're heading to. You don't need to know the how you get there. Right. But I always say that a, a vision, no, sorry, not having a vision is like leaving home for a very long journey but forgetting to put an address in your GPS, you can land anywhere. Whereas if you have an address, you trust that your GPS, even if there are roadblocks, even if it says turn left where you thought you needed to turn right, you trust that your GPS will bring you we'll back to there. Yeah. And then coming back to the how to, it's funny because on on that part I always have analogies where uh, with cars where I couldn't care less about cars, but. When you're driving at night, you don't see the road. It unfolds with your lights. So all you need to know, to, to know is the next step. But again, if you have a vision, you trust that you will get at, at your destination. So all of that is mindset. And don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that it's easy. No, that's <laughs> and, true. And, and, yeah. and, and the, the second advice, so I always say a vision, but then the second a piece of advice I always give is know how to use fear as fuel instead of letting it paralyze you because we all operate from a place of fear normal we're normal human beings yeah. um but you need to when you realize you're operating from that place of fear you need to deconstruct it my definition of fear is it is the um anticipation of something that may happen but that probably won't never happen. will right it's just, so it's true. not a fact, it's a perception. Yeah. And if it's a perception, you can deconstruct it. Yes, that's so true. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things, Inez, that I love about your story, and please keep posting your countdowns to uh, moving. To days. That's right. days today. <laughs> so fantastic, because I think it gives us a little bit of insight into some of the things that you're feeling on this journey, which is also very important because there's emotions that go along with the prospect practical aspect of achieving your vision. And I think you're sharing yeah. some really wonderful um, personal anecdotes with us. So please it's, it's continue. It's interesting that you say so, because today what I'm posting on social media is about the importance of um, boundaries and, and taking care, because I, this is all exciting. But in the same time, uh, stuff has been happening in my inner circle that is stressing me out completely um, to the extent that I have started doing something that I don't do anymore because I'm very healthy, etc. is I've started eating and I've put on three kilos. And this is as such not so much of the, uh, the problem, but it's, it's becoming conscious of why I'm doing it. And right. actually, I've been, you know how women are always taking care of other needs. Mm -hmm. I've been so busy taking care of other people's needs in, in this chaos that we're currently experiencing that I've completely forgotten myself. Mm -hmm. And so the excitement is there, 
because now I'm talking specifically about that, etc. But I suddenly realized, and that is thanks to a talk that was made by one of my Athena members. We always have a, uh, a talk in where she was talking about the importance of setting your own boundaries and and you know taking care of your own needs, etc. And I went like. Uh -uh. Wow. <laughs> uh -uh. So yeah. today I'm talking about that. <laughs> well, you know what? That, those little personal anecdotes are are one of the premises for our show, and that is keeping it real, right? Yeah. You know, there, there's always a, a beginning and an end to every story, but it's the journey along the way that makes it really exciting. And I'm so glad that you're giving us an opportunity to share the journey with you because it's really very inspiring to all of us who may be living in fear or may have trepidation or may not have the vision yet to see that, you know, anything is possible and we all have choices. And so I thank you for- We always for have us. the choice. Yeah. But once we make those conscious choices, then it's a matter of staying intentional and focused. Yeah, and have action, and, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So now one of the things that we do in our traditional guest blog is we ask folks to share three words of advice. Now that you're on this new journey, what would your new three words of advice be for folks? Well, actually, I've just given them to you. It's vision, overcome, using fear as fuel, right. and intention and focus. Perfect. That's, that's perfect. That's I wanted you to repeat them because it's a wonderful way to end our conversation <laughs> and, and give the, the fuel and energy to our viewing and listening audience that, you know, it doesn't matter what age and stage you are in life, that if you do have a plan and you create an, an action, then with the best of intentions, you will receive everything that you're looking for. And so I really want to thank absolutely, you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And as for sharing okay. all of that with us, and giving us really a, a wonderful platform um, for our own personal growth and development. So thank you for that. You're very welcome. Thank you for having me. And to our viewing and listening audience, thank you for joining us for this special edition of Keeping It Real, where we introduced you not only to the person behind the logo, but a whole new journey. And if you'd like to connect with our guest, and yes, his contact information will be found in the description portion below. I'm Trish Tonai, founder and host for the series, and I'd like to thank you for joining us today. And if you have a business story you'd like to share, please follow our platform, shareyourstories.online, and subscribe to our channel, Business Mentorship, Keeping It Real. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to meeting you next time when we share another great idea.